What does it take to hear the voice of God? Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job reveals the answer. That daily pause that actually stops and says, God, you are present. I need you with the Word of God open, reading the Word of God, and in a spirit of surrender before you, allowing you to speak to my life and to whisper into my being through your Holy Spirit, God, would you build the pause? Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job, president of Moody Bible Institute and senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and you know, it seems like every year there are more and more voices competing for our attention. Politicians and journalists keep reminding us all there is to worry about in Washington. Hollywood and big brand marketing teams do everything they can to keep our eyes fixed on the screen. And if we're not careful, it doesn't take long before all these jabbering voices begin to drown out the one voice we actually need to hear, and that's the voice of God. So today, right here at the start of a new year, Mark is helping us prioritize the process of hearing the voice of God. We're in a message titled, The Power in the Pause, and here's Mark Job with today's Bold Steps. And after the wind, there's an earthquake. Imagine being in the heart of a cave and there's an earthquake. I grew up in a little village in northern Spain, and there was some caves a few miles away that were... Now they've discovered some paintings and shut them up and built the whole museum around these tribal prehistoric paintings. But when I was a kid, I could just go through these caves whenever I wanted, and they were miles and miles underground. You could get lost in those caves. Um, But I imagine an earthquake happening while you're in the cave. The rumble, the the, the feeling like this is going to cave in. The stalagmites falling, the stalactites shaking, wondering, hey, what's going on here? It had to be a frightful experience. And he says, listen, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there came a fire. Not a little campfire. This is a huge, massive, consuming fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And where was Elijah? Oh, he's still in the cave. Wait, I thought God said, go to the mouth of the cave. No, no, he's still in the cave. It's interesting that the author is clearly indicating that God is not in the dramatic Some of us are waiting for lightning bolts from heaven. We're waiting for the writing in the sky, something powerful, dramatic, earth-shaking. But here's what I want you to know, that typically, more than likely, the way that God more often than not speaks to us through his word, via the Holy Spirit, is in the gentle whisper. There's three words used in the Hebrew to describe this whisper. Demama, dak, and kole. It basically means a quiet, calm, silent, still, fine, thin, minuscule sound or voice. Here's the thing about a whisper. You miss it if you're not paying attention. You don't hear it if the noise is too loud. 
You either lean into it or you ignore it. The whisper. The whisper. And the Bible says that Elijah heard it. He pulled the cloak over his face and he went out and he stood at the mouth of the cave. I love that Elijah... He actually leans into the whisper. He moves towards the whisper. And then as he's listening for the whisper, he hears it, God's voice again. What are you doing here, Elijah? Can I say that I believe that God through his word the living word and his Holy Spirit is continually connecting and in communication with you, prompting, convicting, exhorting, challenging, instructing that God in his living word is constantly active in our lives. You have a spirit. The Holy Spirit is there. The word of God is there. We're not studying simply some dusty old scrolls that meant something in the past. We're studying the dynamic living word of God. What comes to my mind is I I had been invited to speak to an event in Spain a few years ago. I was visiting, speaking at a youth event, and a layperson involved in the Catholic Church heard me speak, and his son was really touched, and he invited me to speak to an event in Valladolid, Spain. He said, I, re- I have an event, I'd really like for you to speak. There will be about maybe 250 people. I think you would be really good. I said, well, tell me about the event. He said, it was mainly going to be Catholic priests, nuns, and vicars. Like, uh, okay. You're saying they're inviting me. Well, they're not really inviting you, but I'm inviting you, and I'm in charge of the event. I said, okay. And it's going to be okay with everybody. Well, I think so, he said. So I went. Now, what you have to know about Valladolid is Valladolid was the center of the Spanish Inquisition. The Spanish Inquisition lasted 400 years. And if you're not familiar with the Inquisition, please pay attention in church history. Um, but it was, it was 400 years of brutal, basically torturing heresy out of primarily Jews and Protestants and a lot of other people. But it was an office devoted to basically purging out heresy. And this is, this, this is the town... And so this is the place that I was asked to speak at. And so I got up to speak. The day came. And I felt immediately there was a tension when I got up to speak. And I said, oh, Lord, help us here. But by the time we got into the message, people had loosened up. They were listening. And I felt like God was really doing something. I actually gave an altar call. And um, about 30 people came forward. And I was praying for people. And people were crying. I remember praying for a nun, and she just burst out crying, felt like God was ministering to her. And so I walked away from that event thinking, wow, God, I'm not going to put you in boxes. You could work wherever you want to work. And so, but I was, uh, I was walking down the street with a friend. It was already sort of late. Someone came running down the street, 
And in Spanish, they call me Marcos. And he was saying, Marcos, Marcos, Marcos. I'm like, who is yelling my name like a maniac down the street here? So I pause and I turn around, and this guy is breathing heavy, like, I, I'm glad I caught you. I said, yeah, you, you caught me. He said, I, you need to pray for me. And he looked desperate, almost crazy, like, you need to pray for me. I said, okay, okay, take, take, take a breath. What do you want me to pray for you about? And he said, I've been a Christian for years, and God has never spoken to me, never. I've never understood or heard or the voice of God. God has never spoken to my life. And I looked at him, I looked at sincerity, the desperation in him. He said, will you pray for me? I said, no. He said, excuse me? I said, no, I'm not going to pray for you that. He said, why not? I said, I'm not going to pray that God would speak to you. I said, I'm a father. I'm away from my kids right now. Every moment I get, I text them. I call them. I'm in communication with them because I love them. And I'm constantly speaking to them because they're my children, because I love them. The heavenly father of the universe loves you more than I could ever love my children. And I cannot imagine a father not speaking through his word and reaching out and touching and convicting and and expressing his love to you. God has spoken. God is speaking. What I'm going to pray is that whatever hinders you from hearing God would be removed from your life. And that's what I pray. And I believe, lastly, that some of you need to pray not that God would speak to you through His Word, that you would know what God is doing, that you would hear the whisper, so to speak. And let me be clear, I'm not talking about an audible voice, out-of-body experience. I'm talking about how God works regularly through His Word and the Holy Spirit to take the revealed Word of God and bring it to our lives in a fresh way so that we know it's God moving and working in our lives. You're listening to Bold Steps with Mark Job, and Mark will continue our message in just a second. But right now, we want to remind you that you can always find these programs and catch up on anything you might have missed by visiting boldstepsradio.org. Or subscribe to our podcast and take these messages with you wherever you go by searching on your podcast app for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job and hit the subscribe button and be sure to leave a comment of why you're listening to the podcast. By the way, we just want to say how much we appreciate hearing from you. Your comments and messages, handwritten letters even, are worth more than gold to our team, and we take the time to read everything we receive. In fact, Mark, we recently got something really encouraging from one of our listeners in Malawi, Africa, an audio message, so let's share that with our listeners right now. You know, spiritual life is a journey, and uh, if you don't get to listen to um, beautiful messages, encouraging messages, Uh, messages that can uplift your spirit, I mean, you can fall because um, there are a lot of things that you go through as a Christian in in this life. You need to hear the Word of God all the time. So whenever I listen to both steps, there's always a message that's coming like straight to my soul. Uh, I love that. 
Thank you, sister, for your encouragement. Love the fact that all the way from Malawi, Africa, God is ministering to people. And you're right, sister, if we don't get it, stay in the word, then it's easy to slip and slide. So thank you for that word of encouragement. And we get to hear it in our own voice with that lovely voice and accent. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh So let me add, if you've never reached out before, take a moment today to send us a letter or message online and let us know you're listening. For all the different ways you can contact us, just go to our website, boldstepsradio.org. Now let's return to today's message. It's titled, The Power in the Pause, and here's Mark Job. Lastly, let me close with this. The pause prepares us to embrace... I believe the next divine assignment with renewed faith. I know that that's what it does in my life. And I don't have time to get into this whole passage here, the next few verses, but I want you to notice just a couple of things. The Lord said to Elijah, finally he's ready to listen. Finally he's out of the cave. Finally he's listening to the whisper. He's predisposed to hear God. And boy, I I wish I could communicate that to you. I just want you to know that God loves you, knows your name, that you are not anonymous. And that this Father that birthed you through the Word, that has given you new life through His Holy Spirit, is not this distant, unreachable figure. But he's the God that loves you. He's the Holy Spirit inside of you causes you to say, Daddy, Abba, Father. And the Bible tells us that God spoke to Elijah and sort of revamped in the pause his distorted view of his ministry, his future, where he was going. And he basically tells Elijah three things he needs to do. Number one, he tells him, stop running, go face, go face what you're running from. The Lord said to him, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. Now, it's interesting to me that he says the desert of Damascus. He was basically saying, go back to your ministry, go back to Jezebel that you're running from. But something, it's interesting that he mentions the desert of Damascus. And when I go back to the desert of Damascus and ask, why the desert? That's exactly where Elijah experienced suicidal thoughts. Go back to the place of darkness, but go with my presence now. Go back to that place of suicidal, but go with my hope now. Go with my presence. Don't be afraid to go to those dark places those difficult places, but with my presence. He's telling him to go back to his ministry that he's running from, Jezebel. He also says, release what is not yours to carry. He tells them to anoint Hazel as king and Nimshi as king over Israel and Elijah as his apprentice. Anointing has this significance of giving authority and position to a calling. God's basically telling Elijah, Elijah, there's things that you're carrying that I want you to let go of. They're not yours to carry. Now release them. 
Can I tell you something? God has spoken to me so many times about that because I carry things that God never asked me to carry. And if you're carrying things that God never asked you to carry, you're going to get worn out. There's people that you can't do anything about. It's God that's going to change them. You can carry a prayer of burden, but you cannot. You are not the Messiah. There are things that you need to let go of. There are things that you need to release. There are things that God never said, this is yours to carry. If he's asked you to carry them, you carry them. But there are things that we never asked to carry. I believe that God was telling Elijah, you need to release some of these things. You're operating solo. And then lastly, God reminds them. Yet I've reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose mouths have not kissed him. Hey, Elijah, I have a plan that's bigger than what you know. You don't even see the army that I'm raising to do my work. Trust me. Trust me. God has a plan. God is working behind the scenes. The pause helps us do that. So my challenge to you at the beginning of this semester is will you build a pause into your rhythm? Will you not end up the, this, this semester having more knowledge but being disengaged spiritually, burnt out, hard, cynical, because you've built in the pause? That daily pause that actually stops and says, God, you are present. I need you. And it's important. I need you so much that I built it into the rhythm of my life that I'm going to pause with the word of God open, reading the word of God, and just in a spirit of surrender before you, allowing you to speak to my life and to whisper into my being through your Holy Spirit, God, would you build the pause? into your life. I'm preaching to myself. Hey, Job, build the pause. Hey, Job, you need God much more than what you even know. Pause. Lean into the whisper. Let God do what he has to do. Amen? So, Lord, we do pause in the heart of Chicago. This place is nothing without your presence. This place, our classes, what we do, are hollow and fairly meaningless without you, God. And so we pause to invite you in. We pause to invite you in at this moment in wherever we're at in our journey as your Holy Spirit asks Elijah, what are you doing here? And Maybe your spirit is asking us today as we look at our spiritual condition or where we're at today and maybe you're saying, what are you doing here? I thank you, God, for these men and women that you brought at this time, at this moment, at this season, to this place. Thank you, God, that you do have a plan. I pray that you would empower our faculty and professors to teach in such a powerful way, God, that it's truth, transformative truth, filled with your spirit, God. Empower them, anoint them, 
For this semester, I pray, God, once again, Lord, refill that which is empty, God. Rekindle that which has died down, God. Empower them, those that are going through difficult times because of family issues or health issues, God. I pray an extra surge of strength. We pause, we dedicate the semester to you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. This message was preached in the chapel, Tori Gray Auditorium at the Moody Bible Institute. And you hear me mention students and faculty. But the message is just as relevant to wherever you're at today. To pause, to listen to the voice of God speaking to you right now. And so I want to pray that God would create a sensitivity in your heart Chances are that whatever God has to say to you, whatever he's convicting you about, that he's already been speaking to you through his word, through conviction of the Holy Spirit. The question is, are you listening and what are you doing about it? So, Father, I pray for that person that you've been talking to. I pray for that young woman that you've been speaking to about purity in her life. I pray, God, that you would turn up the volume. I pray for that father that you've been talking to about what it means to be a godly man raising his children, turn up the volume. I pray for that young man that's wrestling with calling upon his life, God, and is fighting uh, what that could mean, I pray, turn up the volume. God, we pray that we would have the ability to pause, to listen, and to take action on what you speak into our lives, God. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, amen. That's Mark Job, and this is the daily Bible teaching program known as Bold Steps. And you can hear this program every weekday on your local station or online 24 hours a day, seven days a week when you visit boldstepsradio.org. Now, Mark, tomorrow we're beginning a series perfectly timed for the start of a new year called Breaking the Grip of a Bad Habit. You're going to be showing us how to take that first step to seeing real change in our lives, and I really hope everyone listening today can come back to be a part of that. But there's something else we have for our listeners that's just in time for the new year as well, and that's a book from the former president of Moody Bible Institute, Dr. Joe Stoll, titled Strength for the Journey. Uh, Every year has its ups and downs, of course, and as Christians, we need to make sure that no matter where life takes us, we do need to stay grounded in the truth and the strength of Jesus Christ. It's a great book, isn't it? It is a great book, and... uh you uh, know uh, Dr. Joe Stoll and, right. and actually worked on him, hosted some of his programs. We for worked a together while. for many years on radio, yes. Yeah, and such a great Bible teacher, compelling leader as well. And he's written a book endorsed by Franklin Graham, also by Johnny Erickson Tata. This is a devotional for every day of the year. It's simple, it's easy to read, it's one page. Mm-hmm. But what it helps you do is it helps you get into the Word of God. Yeah. So there's a scripture to read, and then there's comments on that scripture. And I think one of the most challenging things for believers to do in a busy uh, social media, hectic society is get into the Word every day. And so we would love to get you this book. It's a pretty thick book because it has 365 uh, devotionals there. It's called Strength for the Journey. We would love to put this in every one of our listeners' hands. 
And we really would love to send you a copy, as Mark said. So don't let another day go by of the new year before you reach out right now and request your copy of Strength for the Journey. And we'll send it your way when you give a financial gift of any amount to Bold Steps. You can do that right now by going online to boldstepsradio.org. Or send your financial gift in the mail when you write to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. If it's easier, you can give and request the book by calling 844-615-7363. Again, 844-615-7363. And when you commit to giving a monthly gift of any amount, we'll add your name to our growing list of partners. It's easy to become a bold partner. And when your gift is $30 or more each month, we'll also send you some special bonuses like a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck. You'll receive access to our Bold Partner post, and you'll even qualify for a 50% discount on all items at the Moody Publishers online store. So sign up today online at boldstepsradio.org. And if you've never given to Bold Steps before, now is a really great time to start because we're offering a free download of Mark's brand new 30-day devotional for any first-time donor. We really want to help you get a great start to 2024 and Mark Job's e-devotional will help you deepen your walk with Jesus and kick off the new year right by getting more focused on Christ. So, for a gift of any size from our first-time donors, you'll receive Dr. Stoll's Strength for the Journey and Dr. Job's Bold Steps with Jesus e-devotional. That's two devotionals for just one gift when you make your first donation to Bold Steps today. Go online to boldstepsradio.org or give us a call at 844-615-7363. Well, tomorrow we're beginning the series Breaking the Grip of a Bad Habit by discussing the first step to real change. Discover the power of choice, Wednesday, here on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.